Hello and welcome to another episode of On the Floor with Wayne and Rob. I'm Wayne Highlander, Director of Sales for Bone Adhesives. And I'm Rob Johnson from Bona Training. How are we doing, Rob? Oh, I could not be better. I'm feeling good. How about yourself? I'm doing fantastic. I found uh, a couple new singers that I really like. This goes out to that guy that didn't want to hear two boomers. As I said, I, I think it was you that didn't, he, he had a problem with, not me. But I tell you what, man. Oh, oh, I'll stop that. I didn't mean to do that. Um, I found a couple new singers I really like. So now you're blaming his complaint on me. <laughs> yeah. Is that? That's how Kinda. it works. I th- well, I think my musical selection is better than well, yours. Well, you are a director, and I'm just a little field manager. So, I, okay. All you right. Know, if you're going to pass that on. If you don't know Charlie Crockett, Charlie Crockett, is a, that, he's a darn good musician, man. He's a talent. You I'm going to give, I'm gonna give you three. Because every, every time you mention a singer, I usually go out and buy 20 of his songs. I, I'll yeah. go out. Listen and go. Oh, geez, that guy's pretty good. Next thing you know, it's another. What? Why are you still buying music? Dollar twenty. I don't know. I buy on, Apple man. Music. What? Why? What do you do? Do you steal it? How do you get it? I, I, I'm probably paying for it. And I don't know. <laughs> I, I, I have it on. You know I, you when know, you go on Apple Music and it says a dollar twenty nine. Hmm. Yeah. I got I got some of those, but I listen to Pandora. I don't know what it costs me, and I don't care. It's worth it. I'm going to okay. give you. I'm going to give you three, okay? Three songs. Three singers. Charlie Crockett. This guy. This guy is going to surprise a lot of people, man. Charlie Crockett. Yeah. All right. All right. Yep. All right. Joshua Ray Walker. Joshua. Yep. And I only know one song by this other guy. Wait, 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 wait. I'm writing. Okay. Joshua. Ray Walker. Ray Walker. And who's the last guy? The last guy. I only know like one song from this last guy. But I don't know how this guy isn't blown up because uh, because he's so good. Uh, his name is Mickey, M-I-C-K-E-Y, Lamentia. L A M A N T I A, and if you only listen to one song down, if you if you're not if you're not like a, I don't know if you like really uh, good like folk whatever this this is a great song, and it's called the old one, okay, it's become my new favorite song lately, man. The old uh, one. The old one. You listen at if that guy who who said he tried to start a podcast he didn't like it if he's still listening if you don't like that. We got a problem. All right. So anyhow, there you yeah, go. Yeah, the guy who you know, well, you know, the, the guy you know doesn't like our music tasters. He's probably a big Britney Spears fan or something like that. <laughs> Somehow doubt it. <laughs> I actually have. I like Britney Spears. Uh, not her music so much, but uh, she's she's a whack job, and I root for her because she's <laughs> she's, she's just. There is some bad news today about Britney Spears. That's why I brought yeah. her up. You're kidding. She's getting divorced. Uh, well, maybe that's not bad news. Maybe that's good news. Oh, so you? No, I mean not for me. What is that? What you're thinking? No, but but maybe probably what she's looking for—a floor jockey guy, you know, in his sixties. 
No. But but maybe but maybe he should be happier divorced. Fourteen months. Fourteen that's all, months. That's all she was married. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. But I think she's been going with the guy since like 2016, hmm. and uh, you know, I just had to listen to something. Sometimes music puts me to sleep when I'm driving, so I got to listen to something talk. Okay. And that's what I heard on the way up. Well, good to hear. Uh, so, uh, hey, shout out to Britney Stay Spears. Tough, Britney. I know Britney's a big <laughs> listener of the show. Yeah, and, hang in there, uh, Britney. Hang in there, you know. Uh, give me a call if you want to talk. I, yeah, you know, I'm there. Shoulder yeah. to cry on. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. All right. Um, so, did you pretty... want anything special on the yeah. uh, on the break? On our hiatus? Nope. Nothing. Nothing. I got nothing. Wow. I worked. <laughs> nothing. Uh, uh-uh, I can't think of one exciting thing I did. My daughter uh, Emily. I got one oh, thing. But go ahead. Go, go, you go first. Uh, you... All right. My daughter Emily brought me to a Red Sox game. No kidding. With the boys. Yeah. yeah. Jack That's and Luke nice. to the Red Sox game. And I never realized what an old man I've turned into. No kidding. Because we got there. I said, we got to get there early. It was peanut allergy day. And there was a special section for kids with peanut allergies and, you know, so they could go to the game and, and, you know, enjoy the game. So we're in our section and I'm pointing different things out at Fenway Park, you know, and I said, see over there, see that sea of green seats. I go squint, look, 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 and you'll see one red seat Mm -hmm. in right center field. And I said, that is where Ted Williams hit a home run. They said it was the longest home run in the history of Boston Red Sox baseball Fenway Park. Mm-hmm. I said, and it hit a guy in the head who wasn't looking, wearing a straw hat, and it put a hole in his hat. And I told him about Pesky's pole and the big green monster. And I'm mm-hmm. going, and there's a couple other people around listening, like, this is like the old man of the sea, but I've been going mm-hmm. there since, you know, I was their age, you know? No kidding. Yeah. So, uh, it was just funny that, like, uh, I, like I said, I sounded just like the oldest guy at Fenway park that day. Well, when, when you said you, we have to get there early, that was <laughs> a good, a good indication that you're going to be a, the old man. Well, he, he, here's how old I've gotten. Okay. So my daughter goes, well, why, why do we have to get this so early? I go, well, one, you know, we want to get good seats in the section we're at because it's like an open seating type thing. Mm-hmm. I said, but the other thing is, you know, I, I want the boys to see batting practice. Remember? I yeah, don't know of if course. you went to games, yes, right? Yeah, but you go yeah. early and you, and you yeah. see batting practice. And also during batting practice, that's when, you know, if you got down and wanted an autograph or something and you were hanging and, you know, and they, they walk up and give you autographs and, so uh <laughs> so the guy who's working our gate you know i'm thinking geez yeah, batting practice has got to be going on now why why in the gate open you know yeah so i said to the kid working the gate i go when do they open the gate and he goes 90 minutes before the game and i said well, 90 minutes before the game batting practice is over uh-huh. <laughs> he looks at me and he started laughing he goes 
Uh, no, you got to pay extra to go in and see batting practice, and you can only go in on this gate, and it's a special ticket. And I'm like, you, you sons of, you got to be kidding no me. No kidding. You took batting practice away from us? Wow, wow. Huh? Yeah, that's too bad. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Can I get my, I got the grandsons all, where do you see batting practices? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's pretty damn cool, though. But they took that away. Yeah, that's an old ball ballpark, isn't it? It is. It is a step back in time. It really yeah. is an absolute time warp. I mean, yeah. the seats are the same. The, the uh, there's really nothing that's changed. I, mm-hmm. I mean, there's a you know, seats on the wall on the Green Monster, I think, but most of it is just yeah. just such a throwback. I mean. Hmm. You know, my daughter, uh, Emily, she just, she's always been a Red Sox fan. And she just, uh, I mean, she was just so happy that we were all there. It was a fantastic day. Um, nice. Yeah. So. That's cool. The poor allergy kids. Okay. You know, they got allergies. And you, every, you know, what do you like to do when you go to a ball game? Watch the game and eat peanuts. So. Yeah. Everybody, there were. So, so did anyways, they, have, they get the, did, wait wait a minute. Did they did they not serve peanuts on that particular day? And oh no, just in that section. Okay, that's fine then. They they give you one section. It was on the and my daughter's like, oh, it's on the roof of, of right field. And I'm like, the roof of right field? What are you out of your mind? Yeah. You know, this, that's insane. Hmm. The, I'll never not go to a game and sit there again. It was okay. comfortable. You could move around. It was like sitting on your deck. Oh, nice! Oh my gosh, it was uh, it was awesome. Yeah. It was that awesome. sounds like a great experience. Well, I made popcorn. <laughs> Did you? Mm-hmm. Well, hopefully uh, it was allergy free. You know, I don't, um, I don't, I don't barbecue a lot of stuff for other people. You know, I I'll barbecue something for myself, but not for anybody else. Um. And Judy doesn't like me to make popcorn inside because it smells in the house. So she, I make popcorn outside on the barbecue thing. I now have the down to a science, and I really do think I make the best popcorn that can be made. I can, I can no longer. <laughs> I can of no longer. Of course you do. You're Wayne Islander. Of course, this is the best no, popcorn. No, I, I, I can't make a good roaster or ribs or nothing else but popcorn. But you do popcorn on the grill. Yeah. This but is, it's in I've a pot. never heard of it. I'm pretty sure there's a lot of people out there. Ne- so what's no, the recipe? How do you do no, it? No, it's in a pot. Here's the thing. Okay, how's it go? You got to start with ladybird, ladyfinger popcorn. The really Lady. small kernels, ladyfinger. Amish, like Amish stores might have them. But the small, smallest ones, the really small ladyfinger popcorn, okay? Okay, yeah. You put it on the, you, you put the, uh, cooking oil or whatever on the you put that down first then you put mm-hmm. the popcorn in the thing right you got to constantly stir the popcorn keep it evenly hot nice and hot okay then you take about a third of a stick of butter and you put that in there too on in the hot pot you know you used to take it and drizzle it over top of it right don't do that don't do put that. the popcorn in the in the pan at the bottom now when it first starts popping I, it would pop down into that, and I thought, well, it's just going to be soggy now because it's wet down there. It doesn't happen. When it's done 
it is absolutely glorious. I mean, the best popcorn I ever had in my life. Is there a ratio? Like, did you use one cup of kernels or half a cup? Mm. Or it's it's hard to say. I I do now use a full cup and then a little bit more of popcorn. Okay. But the oil, I just kind of eyeball, and that's one thing I'm going to start making sure I do exactly the same every time. Okay. Yeah, but the, and then the then the butter is perfect. And, and I'm doing it out on the grill. Doing it out on the grill. But when I say the grill, it's a the grill has a thing for pots. You know what I mean? Yes. So it's not. Yep. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah. So you're outside. I get it. Yeah. Yeah. So. You're outside, not messing up our house. Perfect. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So, so here I am. Unbelievable day at Fenway Park, but you mm-hmm. made popcorn. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm going to finish my Fenway story and then, then we can move on to. Oh, something. I thought you were done. I'm sorry. Oh, God. It could go on forever. No. Okay. Th- thanks for warning the listeners. Okay. Well, this was it. Okay. And, and you're going to be able to see this. I bet Chris will want this video, or, or then maybe he won't. But the, uh, the guy who was working the section, now they, Steam clean the whole place before they get there. So it's all nut free. No nuts mm-hmm. in that area. They got a nurse up there with EpiPens just in case something goes wrong. No. Is your, is, your gran- is your grandson allergic to peanuts? Big time. Bad. Oh. Yeah. He's, he's got a oh, real okay. bad, bad one. Okay. Yeah. And uh, so the guy who's working that whole area, you know, kind of, you know, the manager of the place. He said, hey, everybody, any kid who wants to run the bases, as soon as the last out is made, mm-hmm. meet me right here. Wow. And they make an announcement. Anybody who wants to run the bases, it's a Sunday game, right? Sunday afternoon game. Anybody who wants to run the bases, get in line. The allergy kids were the first ones in line. No kidding. Wayne, I am not exaggerating. When I say this, <laughs> I bet there was 2,000 people in line hmm. for kids to run the bases. Wow. But they ran the bases at Fenway Park. They were out on the field That's running the cool. bases. That's yeah. pretty so cool. So it, it was yeah. an awesome that, day. It's very and, cool. And we got a great video. <laughs> Luke is just trying to pass as many people as he can. Hmm. And Jackie boy's coming up the rear, but Jackie boy wanted to make sure that he stepped on every single base. It was, uh, that's it was awesome. Hysterical. Yeah, it was that's a, very cool. That's a great amazing memory. day. Yeah, absolutely. Amazing day. You know, when I get on Southwest airlines in the old days and I get on, on the plane and the wait, the waitress, the airline stewardess, <laughs> To me, they're waitresses. Uh, they're I they're think about food. They're they're flight attendants. Flight attendants. Flight and they, attendants. They they go and, and I got an aisle seat. And back in the old days, there'd be nobody next to me sometimes. And I'm like, life can't get any better. And they go, <laughs> okay, 78 degrees out, and there is no wind, and you got a two hour flight. But we can probably do it in about an hour and 48 minutes. Things are good. And uh, oh. By the way, we won't be serving peanuts on this flight because somebody has a peanut allergy. <laughs> I'd be like, what? Come on, man. And I'd be looking around. I'd be looking around for that person. Who, who is it? Who is it? Who? Come who, on. Who? Yeah. Who? 
they should have a peanut allergy flight. But um, but I'm well, glad Southwest that... is now taking the nuts away. Yeah, they've ruined the experience completely. There's no more peanuts. No, no, it's it's pretzels and they're horrible. Yes, I, yeah. I was on a flight one time when, uh, just when when everybody was just about seated. Okay, every everybody's just about seated. A woman a couple aisles up from me, she stands up and she starts making an announcement, her own announcement of her violent peanut allergy. Oh. Okay? And it's it's an airborne allergy. And she's like talking to, you know, a good portion of the plane. And she's going on and on. And then she says if you really need to have peanuts, please let me know, and I'll go sit in the bathroom, close the door, and stay in the bathroom until you're done. Fine. <laughs> okay. What are you What are you doing on that? I mean, I I really really want these peanuts, and I brought a peanut butter sandwich, so. <laughs> No, I, I you're gonna I, give her a tap, you're gonna tap her on the shoulder. Yo, no. yeah, wouldn't that be funny? Wake her up mid flight. Gosh, <laughs> I wasn't going to, but I'm I sorry, really... I'm starving. Yeah, right. and uh, yeah, so, I gotta get rid of these planners, man. I, I know it's just not occupied right now, so <laughs> so I'll probably need about 20 minutes. Yeah, I'll probably need a good 20 minutes. Make yourself comfortable. Yeah, and bring okay. me back something to bring me back something to clean my hands. <laughs> yeah. Okay, Rob. What are we talking about today? Well, we had our first official um, Bona Laticrete three day school. Uh, we did uh, a whole thing on skim coating and uh, using the Laticrete system for floor leveling and things mm-hmm. like that. And mm-hmm. then the second day. We did like uh, an intermediate install on the uh, laticrete portion of everything that we had learned the day before. Okay. And then we wrapped up with uh, the third day was um, sand and finishing intermediate stuff. So we're, you know, I know we've uh, we've had a lot of um, people in the past saying, boy, if we could just, you know, do a little bit more. Uh, at the, at the bonus schools, you know, mm-hmm. uh, a little more intermediate type things. And man, I, I really think that, uh, that we have found it. We, I mean, I, uh, at the end of day two and as they wrapped up the floor and they finished it up, I just, you know, I got everybody around and I said, geez, I don't know how important you think this is. I said, but this, I think that this was our first official bona installation class yeah which which really just blew me away as the words were coming out of my mouth i mean you know the yeah the history of bona i don't know if we've mm-hmm. ever really done well we've you know, done the... we did we did some expert yeah you know bcc and stuff like that but you know this was like a first open invitation uh, yep i think it i i might be wrong but I, it was I, my I don't, first one i don't think you are i think you're right and um, I love that you did that herringbone floor. 
I, you know, I think the Europeans have been ahead of us in America on herringbone and chevron floors for a long time. Mm-hmm. I mean, you, you look at all the stuff that Europeans are doing over there in Europe. Uh, yeah, the Europeans that live in Europe. Um, yeah. <laughs> with herringbone and chevron. Uh, I, I think um, it's, it's, I watch them, a lot of the videos they're doing, and it's so, boom, it's so second nature to them. They're so fast at it and everything. Mm-hmm. And I think I think they're 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 a couple generations, probably many generations ahead of us on those two type of installs. So it's becoming more than norm over here. We see a lot of guys struggle with it. And um, when I when you told me that Michael Dittmer was going to come and help on that portion of it, I mean you, you couldn't be in better hands. I'm telling so. you, um, you know, Mike joined the team, tech and training team, about a year and a half ago, and. Uh, Working with him over the last three days, I just kept, you know, walking over to him and grabbing his neck and punching him in the arm thinking, I just kept saying, this is so awesome. I Mm -hmm. I said, you know, he was teaching people about tremor points. He was teaching people about layout and, you know, the, how, not only was he teaching them that stuff, but he was really, uh, some of the stuff he was talking about too was, um, you know, you know what to look for when you're buying a herringbone floor and you know what's what is not going to work and what mm-hmm. is going to work I, I mean any the guys who were there we just gained so much knowledge between everything that we were learning from the ladder creek guys yeah and uh, i did talk to the ladder creek guy and he is uh he would love to be on the show he was all excited when we were talking about it but okay. plus i think we can have a couple of laughs with the guy he was uh you know, he's kind of like us, a little person. off the off, yeah, okay. a little off color. You know, he had some fun, That's but good. um, yeah, I, I think he would be, uh, but uh, you know, ton of knowledge too. Mm-hmm. You know, and it's, I think the great thing was is it was just so eye opening to all the wood floor guys that were yeah. that were there. Like, yeah, wow, uh, this is how you do that. I mean, to me, it's always been taboo like no i Mm -hmm. touch that stuff you know i'm not Mm going to do that and and these guys really make it look easy to the point where halfway halfway through his their the ladder creek portion of what they were doing i said to paul and i go do me a favor go down the cellar and stand in front of the oil tank and take a picture of the cellar floor going towards the washing machine Mm -hmm. and she's like why i go just I'm at a, a concrete thing and I want to show him the pictures of, right? Mm-hmm. So I said to him, you know, when he got a little chance, I go, look, you probably hear this all the time. I go, but what can, can I do look- with this? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, oh, that, that's easy. Use the NXT, this, use this sealer, you know, use this primer, mm-hmm. the NXT, float it out. He goes, it'll be fan. It'll, it'll be great. And I was like, oh my gosh, this is. I'm, nice. I'm psyched. I can't wait to do it. Wow. That's awesome. Yeah. When, um, w- w- you know, I knew Mike Dittmer was going to be part of the class and I called him a couple days ahead of time. I say, hey, Mike, you're doing the herringbone uh, install for that, uh, that class out there in New Jersey. He goes, yeah. I said, I'm going to throw something at you. You know, just my, just my two cents worth. And you tell me, you know, to shove it, get back in my own lane. If, uh, if, if you don't agree, but just, you know, uh, Maybe you ought to do this, and I won't say what it, what it was. Uh, well, actually, I will say what it was. 
um, you know, he has got, I said, I know you're going to bring festival stuff, but maybe you can show guys how to, how to make their own tracks and blah, blah, blah. And, you know, Mike is the nicest guy on earth. Mike goes, when you can shove it and get back in your own lane. I go, okay. All right. Enough said. I won't he say told me that word. story. Yeah. <laughs> he told me that story. He goes, yeah, I got a call from Wayne. He told me the same exact story. Yeah. So, and we uh, need laugh. Oh my God. He was laughing. And then he says to me, look, if you can't afford, a, if you can't afford that tool, you, you, you can't do bearing bone anyways. Yeah. That's what he said. Yeah. <laughs> I left out a couple words. <laughs> yeah. But, um, but no. to have Mike, I mean, to have Mike there, you know, the, the thing that I love about, and I've, I've seen lots of instructors through the years, you know, and I think the best instructors are the guys who just make it sound easy. Yeah. They make it look easy. They make it sound easy. You know, you've seen some of the instructors through the years that, you know, I'm performing brain surgery and mm-hmm. I, I doubt you can do this. Yeah. Mike is a kind of instructor when you see him doing it, you want to go do it. Mm-hmm. He makes you want to do what he's doing. You know, I saw that with the guys. I mean, yeah, it, he just made it look so enticing, so easy. And he has just a really nice, cool, quiet, funny confidence about him that it, it just resonates through the whole class. I mean, yeah. it was just. It was really, uh, it was a great class. I mean, I, I am really looking forward to doing uh, a lot more of these. It, it's Mike's confidence and his, his laid back at ease approach that uh, makes everybody jump in and feel like they can, they're, they're not intimidated or whatever. And, and, and he can, you can, he's approachable and, um, you know, he's never going to be the one that, uh, you know, that's, that's going to knock anybody. He's just the, the, I don't know. We got such a gem with him. Uh, when we hired him and um, uh, and I love that when he explained everything to it and how to put the lines out and everything on the floor, then he erased everything and then made them do it. Yeah. And that, that's yeah. what you want. Yes. You know? So is that way you're doing it hands? That's how I learned. You know, you, you learn by doing hands on. Right. So uh, yeah, I heard it was a phenomenal yeah. class and uh, then you routed it out after that, put a border in it and feature strip and everything. And so, uh, yeah, they got but, to use the grooving bit. They got to, you know, I mean, it was a, it, and I am, I am so psyched to have that floor at our training center now yeah. because so many people are, how do we sand herringbone? How do we code herringbone? Yeah. Well, you know, now we get a 300 foot herringbone panel where, yeah. um, you know, I know we're going to get a lot of guys just, you know, give us on a call saying, geez, can I grab a day in there? And, figure it out what I, what I'm going to need to do on my herringbone job. Yeah. Well, how can I work it out and practice and everything? So, um, I think we're going to see more herringbone floors in all of our training centers. Okay. And I love that you put clay on it. The color is spectacular. looks beautiful. So, um, and now, now you think about those guys that went to that class, uh, did a beautiful 320 square foot uh, herringbone floor, uh, with a feature strip and a board around it now you can take that skill and go out you can make a lot of money off of that you know what i mean i mean you know it, it's something that we've been preaching in the class that that literally literally i've been dragging and kicking against my whole life you know 
you know, I first got into the business, left my dad's business, started our own. Pete and I figured out how to do white floors because that's what everybody wanted. And none of the old timers wanted to do it. Mm-hmm. So we figured it out and, and, you know, it gave us a great, great little start. And then, you know, then you had the distress floors and people were calling me up. Hey, do you do distress floors? No, that's stupid. You're destroying the floor, you know. Mm-hmm. 40, 80 satin poly. That's how you do a floor. And we didn't get the job. And then the next fad that kicked in was hand scraped. Do you hand scrape? No, don't do that. Mm-hmm. You know, and I'm pretty sure if I was still doing floors and somebody said, yeah. you do herringbone, I'd say, no, we don't do herringbone. Yeah. Yeah. But herringbone is everything. Herringbone yeah. is, it's the new hand scrape, right? Yeah. It's, it's, it's the new medallion. It's a new yes. hand scrape. It's a new yes. wire brush. Exactly. Everybody's, everybody's doing medallions or chevrons. And, um, so to be able to get there, especially, you know, with a guy that is as patient as he is and, and, uh, in an environment that does, you can make mistakes. That's what you're there for that. Uh, it's gonna, it's gonna, I think it's gonna be great for the schools. My Mikey Overy was there helping out. Um, your team was there, Frank Coppolino and, uh, Gene Vincent, he was there. I'm trying to think if there any, and of course our man, Pedro Carrera, he, I don't know what we'd ever do without Pedro. You know, mm-hmm. Pedro comes to just about every school we do. He's just an amazing trans. Uh, uh, what do they call that? Uh, uh, translator. Translator. Yeah, I was going to call him a transformer, but he's a better. I was going to say he's a better translator than a transformer. Mm-hmm. So we had a uh, we had an awesome team there. Everybody was excited. I mean, you could feel it. You know, yeah, it was electric. But man, when when Mike stepped up and and really started. But the so he gets done and all the lines are laid out and I'm you know I'm like okay great you know we're gonna get going here and I see ovary coming out on the panel with the with a power drive yeah and I said uh, a little early for that Mike that's tomorrow and he goes no we're sanding off all the lines I go what he goes yeah (laughs) we're taking the lines off so they got to put the lines back on I was like that's beautiful I'm just gonna shut my mouth and mm-hmm. make sure that everybody gets a coffee yep 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 so it was nice. uh yeah i'll tell you what i uh i i love our training schools but this one was this one was really cool man mm. i mean i love the two that you can start you start from finish from the from the adhesive all the way up to the top coat for the every machine you use everything that touches the floor is a is a bona product the so floor le- oh yeah i'm yeah, you're right. Absolutely. Yep. So that's kind of cool. It only makes sense. I mean, it's a fastener. So yeah. Yep. So Good I, stuff. you know, I, uh, I had everybody line up for a team picture and everything, you know, kind of the inaugural Bona install class. And I just, every time I say that, I just kind of chuckle thinking Bona's now doing install classes. Yeah. And, you know, they were all clapping and everything and i said so stay tuned you know probably a year or two from now is that that new bona pre-finished flooring that the bona (laughs) right on the box (laughs) be careful (laughs) i know (laughs) so well i'm excited about it rob i love the pictures uh i think a lot of pictures are going to be up on social media and stuff so uh as i said the floor looks spectacular when it was done do you know what they finished it off with by out of curiosity on the on the power drive 
120. 120 on the power drive. Mm-hmm. And they, they looks like you water popped it. Yes. Yeah. And then put the clay. The clay looks beautiful. I loved it. Looks great. So we haven't, uh, we haven't talked too much over the past month. Mm-hmm. You've been doing any traveling? Uh, yeah, I was in, uh, I was in Monroe. I was in North Carolina last week at the plant, uh, with the adhesives and, uh, talking to the guys down there, which was, uh, which was great. always great to catch up with them. And, uh, I rented a car and, um, it's funny. I was, uh, went to Hertz and, um, the, the, the guy goes, you want me to use your, uh, credit card that's on file? I go, no, 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 no. It, it's somebody, there was a fraud thing. The bank called us, so we had to change credit cards again, which I, I hate because, you know, we, all the cards you got to change. Yes. But, well, not necessarily for you, but for me, you can imagine. <laughs> so so I said, here, let me give you the new one. I said, man, I, I can't stand thieves, man. I said, I, I think if you're if you're over 18 in this country and you get caught stealing more than twice, they had to just cut your hand off. And he's an, he's an older guy, right? And he goes, wow. <laughs> That's pretty, uh, that's pretty aggressive. I go, yeah. So, um, he goes, okay. So there you go. Here's, here's the paperwork. You got everything. And, uh, he goes, you gotta have it in by 9 PM though. He goes, cause there's, there's, there's late fees. Don't have it in by night. I said, man, I'm always on time. I can't stand people that are late. I think if you get caught late, like more than two or three times, that'll just cut your hand off. <laughs> and he goes, <laughs> he goes, there'd be a lot of people walking around without any hands. He goes, hey, but did you see that movie, 300, where they put the guy's hands on the on the stone, and then they had a big sword, and they were going to chop the hands off? I said, see it. I watch that thing every night. <laughs> <laughs> he was, uh, that's that's you know, my go-to movie. Who the hell is this guy? So, yeah, I've been doing a little bit of traveling, Rob. But, um, oh, yeah. that's nice. Um, one other thing about that school. Um Bill Powell, you know, Bill Powell, of course. Yep. Yeah. Uh, Bill Powell came down for it and I definitely want to give Bill Powell a shout out, um, uh, to watch him talking with the new guys today. I, I just love that, hmm. you know, cause sometimes, you know, they hear the instructor or they hear the coach or your dad or whatever, but you know, Bill was right there and talking with them, engaging with them and, you know, just kind of, pepping them up to become part of the brotherhood type of a deal. Yeah, you know, I love, to become craftsmen. And, I, you know, when you just start to see that flowing, you know, yeah. through the young guys and the old guys and everything, I'm not saying Bill's old, but, mm-hmm. you know, old timers like us. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, it was just, uh, it, it's always a pleasure to have Billy in the classes. And uh, he did say, you know, I cut out a little early because I, wanted to get home so I could do the podcast. So, uh, you know, I'm saying goodbye to everybody. I go, Hey, I hate to, you know, cut out a little early on you guys, but you know, we're doing a podcast and Billy goes, well, it's about time. Uh, how much longer are you guys going <laughs> to look, look the reruns, <laughs> do the reruns. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's pretty funny. Uh, and I, I am, uh, that's very cool that he did that, man. That's a, that's a, that's a class move. And I love that too. When an older guy can give, uh, some encouragement to the, uh, to the younger guys, up and coming guys in the trade, uh, that that's, that's, that's much needed. And, uh, it's very cool that he would do that. That is one thing, you know, we the other show we were doing about the changes. I think that's another big change too, is how the 
older guys really want to help the younger guy. You know, before they didn't—I don't know about you, but the guys who trained us—they didn't want to talk to us. Nope. They nope. wanted to share as absolutely little as possible. They didn't. You know, now it's like a whole mentor and nurturing and camaraderie and the brotherhood. And I, you know, I know I'm sounding goofy. It's you know we're floor sanders, but man, I see it. And you know, like like I said, with Powell and the young guys today, just the you know the interactions, and you see it at almost every school. Um, those old guys are taking the young guys under their wings, and you know, there's multiple instructors at each of the bonus schools. No, yeah, I, I see you're pretty hyped up about it, and um, uh, I I feel the same way. I mean, um, back in the old days, no one shared anything. It, it just wasn't like that. Now, the older guys have been around. I mean, even even not, that, between peer to peer, everybody's sharing a lot of information, and I think it's fantastic. It's great for the industry, and uh, it's good to, good to hear that. So, yeah, yeah, just, I am it, excited. You know, it, it's new. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's new. Yeah. It's like a new car. You just want to go out and drive it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, it sounds like the school was lit. Yeah. What does that mean, Rob? I have no idea, Mr. Slang. I know. I got to read through your slang words. Okay. What does lit mean? Uh, I don't know. Um, <laughs> what is, uh, it means? Uh, like, I think uh, it just means it was exciting. It was good. Like like boss? Yeah. Like yeah, boss, something like right? that. Yeah. That's old California yeah. thing, right? Yeah, we're big. That's like in the '60s. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 That's a real boss. Yeah. Okay. All right, Rob. Well, let's get out of here before we uh, bring up any more uh, the older stuff from the '60s. Uh, <laughs> all right. Uh, appreciate it, Rob. Glad you had a good time at the school. And um, this has been another episode of On the Floor with Wayne and Rob. Please stay tuned for another episode. <laughs>